Episode 367, The Rant, Fabian Jara, Part 3, The Rebirth. The basketball season is over. I've moved on to flag football and softball and backing my voice up with The Rant. In this pod, we sit with Fabe, going over his ups and downs in life, his season that was, his late night visits and talks at the chop shop, and how he is coping with heaviness on his brain. All that and more, we are back on Referee Rant with Fabian right now. Welcome to the Get Back Edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. This, I'm with a very super special guest, somebody that uh, is a near, dear friend of mine. One of my best friends in the whole wide world. We got super tight over the course of the past two months. Um, Amen. It means a lot to me. Uh, we just capped off and finished our 2022-2023 basketball season. So I think this will just be a recap of everything that's happened. And um, I know I had the cherry on top going to the state championship um, on the Catholic side, and we had a we had a March surprise hmm. for for this man. Uh, part three, the return. Yeah. Haven't done this in 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 a pandemic, uh, but I'm I'm very interested to just hear. Um, you know, I guess just if, if you could bear your soul, you could just talk about basketball, however you want this to go. But my boy Fabian Jara, how are you, man? I'm doing great. Yo, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. He's been a a, a staple at at the chop shop the past couple of months. Yeah. Um, it started off in December. We had our first game. What was it? Uniondale at Glen Cove, yes. and this was this was a, a long time ago when you were talking about uh having a spiritual connection, going on YouTube, trying to find yourself. Um, 2022-2023 season. Um, if you could just describe it in one sentence, what, how would you characterize mm. the basketball season? What it's meant to you? Uh, this season saved my life. To be honest, um, <clears throat> it was one of the hardest uh, years of my life. Uh, the way twenty two ended. Uh, you know, my wife and I going through this uh, divorce separation uh, started way back in, ten, in October. Came out for me. It came out of nowhere. To be honest, but. You know, it, it it caught me off guard. It it shook me to my core. It, it you know questioning my identity as a as who I am. You know, and it 
basketball kind of was that outlet that I needed. Um, and what was more important is not just the game itself was was very distracting, being able to be on the court and just focused on for 32 minutes, uh, not worrying about what's going on in my personal life, but also just the relationships that I have with um, with my fellow officials, which is really a brotherhood. I mean, listen, it's what it is. There were guys and, and gals that I work with over the season that they saw it in my face like something was up, you know, when I would arrive. Um, I'm usually that, you know, go lucky, happy person, uh, positive to walking into a court, you know, just where's the locker room? Thank you very much. See my partner. Hello, mm-hmm. Fabian Jarrett, whatever. And not very, to- not very talkative. Um, to some, some games, man, I was, uh, lack of a better term, having like panic attacks almost. Mm. And, you know, ha- having to share with my partners, hey, I need your help. And once I took the court, I was good. I was really good. I was in the zone. It was the moment, you know, watching that clock tick, tick, down, down, down. And then just worried about, oh, as soon as this game's over, my, you know, I got to face reality in my life. And, um, you know, having to do that, you and I bonded tremendously. After I shared with you what was going on, you were super um, uh, supportive. And you were like that, that brother from another mother that I needed. Uh, I have siblings and they've been super supportive, but you know, they live far or they got their own stuff going on and, and you know, you're around the corner and you made yourself available to me. So I thank you. I thank your, your wife for letting me, you know, letting us have these, uh, long nights of talks and, and tears and all that. But I have to say, man, basketball, basketball saved my life because, um, it kept reminding me that I'm more than just a husband you know i'm more than just a guy going through a separation um i'm i'm more than that right i'm an educator i'm a father <clears throat> i'm an official i'm uh you know i'm a son i'm a brother i'm all these things all these hats and currently that hat of husband uh spouse i can remove it you know and i was having a hard time with that that was one of the hats that i was most proud of and um you know, this is where I'm at. Yeah, I was going to say, that that Glen Cove-Uniondale game, it feels like an eternity ago. And I know for you, you and I combined, I'd say, that was probably 300 games ago, now that I think about it. And, you know, I think about how, how sharp we were or getting sharp and how much improved we are as, you know, individuals of just human beings, of us, you know, interacting and sharing all of this time together and then also just getting better at the craft of officiating. Um, I think that's also one of my highlights too this season of getting close to you and really getting to know you, uh, especially in this time of need. I think what was really um, pivotal for me too, and I always think of it this way, is that I have so many disparate, different experiences that I try to just take different parts of it. And I always try to fine tune and refine different things. And I have a saying that I always say to myself, the more that you know, the more you can make connections with other things that you know. And I've definitely come to the connection of of just trying to be what I've taught to you. So many different principles, one being being present where you are. You know, sometimes we yeah. we're so concerned about like, man, I got a middle school game. I wish I could be doing this. I'm looking at a schedule and instead of just like embracing right. what it is. Right. Or yeah. 
just uh, being appreciative of other people's time, especially like in basketball, because as much time as we all hang out, like, for instance, I had a game with Greg. You had a game with Greg. and We'll talk about that later. But my game with Greg, even though he's probably done 100 games, I've done 100 games. I've only done one game with him. And it was really only 50 minutes of court time when I was with him. But it's something I'll never forget. And that's what I'm talking about, just embracing those particular moments, because you don't know when it's going to get taken away. You don't know right. what your situation is going to be right. moving forward. Um, other things is, I think, just also sitting sitting with failure, right? Um, I'll just even share with you uh, something that happened to me today. We're taping this on, what is it, March 28th? Yes. A Tuesday, right? So yeah. God bless me. I, I had my first varsity softball game, and I was working with a gentleman by the name of Steve Melchion. And he was asking me how many, how many, how many years I've been doing this. I said, thirteen games. This is uh, this is my thirteenth game. But I got some experience doing baseball, and I've been officiating for a very long time. So I'm not gonna say that I'm a rookie, but in terms of the nuances, I know for me, I gotta unlearn all the stuff I know from baseball because it's similar mechanics, but it's not the same. It's a lot different, and the nuances are different. The beats are different. So I think after every half inning, he was giving me little tidbits, and I still gotta write it in my journal. But um, he was basically telling me of you know like. When there's a pinch runner, you want to make sure that you're on the other side of the the, uh, the shortstop. And and it just goes to realize that um, something that I've also implored to you, constantly being in a beginner's mindset and a growth mindset. And you could always learn no matter where you are. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm a veteran official, but when it comes to this, I'm not a veteran. Right. I'm still trying to learn. You're green. So, so I'm just appreciative that I'm in this situation, that it's a varsity game. And by the way, it started in the top of the fifth inning because it was a rain out from yesterday. Ah, look at that. So I got, you know, I got that free? hundred. You know it. Ah, you know, go. and and yesterday I had a JV game by myself that was only two innings. So no. I had a nice three hundred dollar uh, four inning nice. extravaganza. So you know what, softball's not that bad. Yeah. But um, you know, just learning all these things and then being able to impart that wisdom to you, I think that to me is much more fulfilling because. Yeah, there's one thing to ref a game. I think at this point we've both mastered high, the high school level. Um, there's another thing to hold more information and to be able to impart some of the wisdom that I've picked up from a different sport or picked up from somebody speaking here at the chop shop or right. having a conversation with my wife or even just talking to my kids. I, I feel like I'm a uh, somebody that really sublimates a lot of information and tries to imbue it to other people so they can learn. Um, in terms of this season... I think there was a lot of ups and downs, right? I think if we if we mesh it with your personal life, um, it, it was probably bittersweet because it's a sad part of your life, but it's also a very happy time in your life because you've had a lot of exhilarating highs on the court this year. I mean, let's yeah. talk about just the gauntlet of what you've done at, in Nassau County. I mean, first of all, let, let's just give it up for Fabian. He's one of the few officials that officiate both boys and girls at a high level that was able to uh, do public school games, uh, for the playoffs, and I, I, you know, I find that something that that I haven't accomplished myself. I just find that you know really amazing. But do you think it was more happy or more sad the way things were going? And I think you learn to embrace sadness, meaning you don't shy away from it as much, and and you're okay with it. Like I think I've I've at the very least helped you to just even think it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be around people when you're sad because we're gonna pick you up, right? And then leaning on your network, the one that you've built by yourself, brick by brick, what's the point of having that network if you can't lean on it, right? That's right. So what do you think it was? Do you think it was more good or bad, or do you think it was a combination of both equally? Um, you know, I kind of said that in my intro that 
once I took on, once I was on the court and, you know, once it's crazy. Everyone, everyone stands for the um, singing of the national anthem, right? Every mm-hmm. single game we do that routine and no disrespect to the flag is I, I don't disrespect America in any way, but I was praying, you know, while everyone else singing. I was sitting there praying like Mahmoud. Yeah. I was literally. Were you thinking about? I was praying. I was just praying. I was praying and saying to God, you know, listen, um, what what I'm going through, I'm going through, and I'll deal with it when I get home, or I'll deal deal with it at the end at the buzzer. But, you know, thank you for this opportunity to make some extra money. Thank you for putting me in this position to be here right now at this game. Um, and I was just trying to find things to be grateful for, you know. Um, so there were some positives in that regard. I met some new officials that I never worked with before. Kassan, for example, wonderful man, wonderful guy, pretty good official, like legit, you know, um, uh, working with, with the veterans, you know, a, a Gaskin or a um, Grice. Um, just working with some, I, I can't even think of all, all of them. I did like over 50 games. But so I think the positive is that I've always been like, I want to be like them. And here I am. I'm one of them, mm. which is cool. Um, the sadness honestly goes back to, you know, what I've always envisioned that, you know, my wife would come to a game or two, sit in the stands, make her proud or whatever. And, you know, whatever. That's just, that was just a, a goal that I had in the past. It's now a dead goal. It's Mm. no longer a goal. So I guess those are the sad parts. You know, another thing I learned from this, I learned this season, uh, you helped me a lot with just putting perspective um, I remember a few years ago, I called Paul from Crown Refs and I called him. I was like upset, you know, oh my God, you know, I'm not getting playoffs and this, that. And he, and he said it to me, he's like, listen, worry about you, worry about not what other people are getting, uh, worry about, you know, what, what can you do to be better next season, blah, blah, blah. And this season, I was so preoccupied with my personal life that I wasn't worried about being better. I was just happy to be there. Mm. And it's crazy, like selected first round for this boys girls, selected for uh, you know semis, select you know quarterfinals, semis, finals, regionals. Wow, you know, and I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just going out there, doing my best to do a great job, speaking to coaches properly, being a good partner, staying in my primary, you know, all those things that we talk about. But at the same time, being professional, being present, being mindful, being consistent. Um, so. I, I guess there was a lot of positives, negatives. I don't know if they were equal. Uh, yeah, obviously, I wish I wasn't going through what I'm going through. But at the end of the day, I think it helped me as in a as a overall dealing with what I'm dealing with. Yo, I'm stronger than I thought mm. I was. I'm stronger than I thought I was, to be honest. Yeah, I kept trying to tell you, like, you ain't dead, bro. And you got a <laughs> long life. We we still got a lot more things to accomplish. And you know, I always say from that book, Think and Grow Rich. I always say that every negative action, there's a hidden positive benefit when there's when something negative happens. And I just think that perspective for you, unfortunately, I honestly think that was the only way you were going to learn that type of perspective. If something was taken away from you, and then that way you think of it in that way. Because, you know, I always get concerned when, when you're just preoccupied with things that you don't have, as opposed to just changing that perspective and thinking about all the great things that you have, because you do have a lot of great things. Um, and you know, my friendship with you was definitely one of those things. And I, you know, I truly appreciate that as he gives me a, a fist bump. Amen. 
Amen. I, I, you know, I thank God. Um, I'm not trying to make this all spiritual or whatnot, but it's an it's it's part of me. It's part of my identity, right? So I I do I do believe in a higher power, and I believe we need to be grateful and thank that higher power, whoever it is that you call it. Um, I I choose to call it God and my friendships. You you said something to me. I'll never forget this. You know, I had I had a lot of people all of a sudden, hey, you could stay with me. You could stay with me. Don't worry about paying rent, you know. And I had all these people coming out. You know, Dave Merrillis, for example, uh, one of our Board 41 guys, he said it to me. He's like, you could stay with me. He didn't even, he didn't even like miss a beat. Like, you could stay with me. I got room. And I remember sharing that with you. And you said to me, he's like, well, it's the sense of, and I said, nah, I don't want to impose myself on people. And I'll never forget what you said. You're like, yo, what's the sense of building these network and then not, not using it to your advantage when it's being offered to you. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you're right. Yeah, because because I remember what you said in that moment. You're like, well, people might think like, who cares what people think? The people that think are thinking for you that this is a good idea for you, especially when you're in this situation, right? I don't think we should ever shy away from problems because the quicker you come to come to terms of like facing that fear of like. You know, showing what's really happening. I mean, I think I feel like the quicker people respect you, the quicker people were will uh, be quick to help you out. I think personally. No, you're right, and I'm 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 seeing that. Uh, all the people that know about my situation, you know, I have guys just checking in on me, just texting me throughout the day. Hey, how you doing? Thinking mm. of you, you know. And these are grown men take taking time out of their schedule to reach out to me. Yeah, and it. It's like, damn, this is the this is the brotherhood that that exists. And and when people say like, oh, why are you so into it? Why are you so into it? Well, first of all, I love the game, I love refing, but I do truly, truly have to say that the brotherhood built around it is amazing, man. Listen, how can I not run through a brick wall for you when we've already done so many battles, and you know we're gonna go through way more battles than that, yeah. right? So. I think that's like the common denominator with when you're in such a high level stress situation and you're in moments where you can count on somebody that how, how could I not, how could you not be my brother for the rest of my life? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's absolutely. how I feel. Absolutely. Um, also special shout out to Scott Eliasoff. I know he was there early on in the beginning, somebody that's been checking on you, Scott Kaysen as well. Um, let's just talk about the chop shop. I'm, you know, as this, from the interim of this was going on, your first thoughts when you first came up Yo, in here. Let me tell you something. Anyone listening to this, honestly, you guys have no idea what this place is. This place <laughs> is like, a, My brain. like a, um, it's like a temple, man. Honestly, it's, it's, I'm just looking around now and, you know, there's, there's just little symbols of who you are. I'm looking at your Hofstra University, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Degrees, Diploma, degrees, mm -hmm. diplomas. I see your mom's diploma up here. I know how special your mom um, was, is to you, uh, Conchita over there, Conchita Cruz de Leon. Mm -hmm. um, see a picture of her, and then right next to her is Aaliyah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Sade. Anytime you walk into this chop shop, you'll be hearing Sade. You got you know jerseys. You got fried boxes of. <laughs> I can't explain it. Like people have to see it. And I remember the first time I came here, mm -hmm. I was so intrigued, man. And cold. It's like and cold. <laughs> That's one thing, man. We working on winter, it. You got You got to come. Well, it's getting warm now, so. But I, nah, I have to say, it's it's like out of a movie, man. And 
this place has been a place of of solace for me mm. many times over the past uh when this past winter during the season just to be able to stop in pull in sit down and you offer me something to drink something to eat bro it's just the chop shop is a special place how much has this place changed since you've been coming here mm. It's constantly, it's constantly evolving. I would like to say, you know, you're always making modifications. You like you're the swivel adding, now, right? Yeah, you got Swivel's this amazing. swivel TV over here. You got this table. Uh, tremendous. It's really tremendous. I wish everybody had an opportunity to see this place. Yeah, and and, sh and shout out to Fabian because he uh, made me discover this. There's this, um, there's a store in the corner at Roosevelt Field. If no one's ever, it used to be the Microsoft store, but. I'm assuming that the rent was like probably $20,000 a month. So now there's this like uh, furniture store and they have like these overpriced bean bags and they're called a Yugi Bo. And they had this one product called the Yugi Bo Max. And I'll never forget. I was at Fabian's house. It was deep, deep, deep late in the night. Um, I was starting to doze off. He comes out with this Super Jack bean bag. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this? I think I slept for six hours. You did. And I bought it the next day. I bought it. I bought a secondhand one on eBay. I got it for 60 bucks. I drove all the way to Brooklyn. And yeah, Yugi Bo Max, it, it's worth it. I don't know if I'd pay $300. And I know Fabian didn't pay $300. He got it as a present. But I bought it as a present for me because that thing is amazing. And <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> once, once my kids saw it, they, they didn't want it. Yeah, uh, the only reason why it's in here is because my son went home sick today. And I oh. told him like, you know, just chilling the chop and you can go on the Yugi Bo under the uh, blanket. So thank you for that. You got it. But yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're slowly working on some insulation and in, in a bathroom, hopefully. Um, so we, we could just keep the good times rolling in here. Um, you know, going towards, uh, towards the end of the season, I know, I think both of us, and, and I think that's amazing what you said before too, you were looking at all the veterans and we started on or around the same time. And we spent all this time just looking up to so many people that we've, um, we've either taught the class, has helped us out, perceived as mentors. They've been leaders. We've been watching them at the lower level, us aspiring to be like them. And, you know, slowly but surely, we went to the city. We started cutting our teeth. We all slowly, gradually came back, aside from the young ones that are still killing out there. Um, and then... You know, we, we just turn around and we blink and then all of a sudden we're one of them. Yeah. And I think this Crazy. year specifically, I think all of us was like a coming out party of like, okay, so we not only do we belong, they're all treating us like veterans. Um, and I think it was like a, a, an assumption of a mantle where it's like, not that obviously we're honored, but I think now we were we were ready to take on the responsibility. We are okay with identifying ourselves as mentors that are helping people that are below us that are, are trying to find their footing. Um, what was that like for you to, to finally, you know, have the mantle of, you know, one of the most well-respected referees on Long Island? Um, thank you for that. I mean, listen, <clears throat> um, one thing about me, and I know you've mentioned this and people mention all the time. I was talking to one of my boys this early this afternoon, Carlos. Um, he he said, you know, you always strive to succeed in everything you do. As uh, you know, I was not just a teacher. I became a assistant principal. Now I want to be a principal, right? So, um, refing, I was not happy just being a junior high official and or JV. I want to be varsity. I want to go to get to college, right? So I'm always looking to like keep improving on myself, but I never really thought 
Honestly, I never thought that I would be at that same level with a Grice. Like, I never thought that. I remember, you know, doing JV game and then Grice and, I don't know, Whoever. Dr. Ed right. were taking on the court. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, man, one day I want to be like that. And here I am. In like 13 years. <laughs> right. And it, 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 it's been, what, took me less than that. Yeah. So. Which which also. It doesn't, the, doesn't matter time, right? right? It just, mm-hmm. I, you said it, you know, I ventured off. I just didn't do Nassau County basketball. I went out, did the Catholics in the city. I paid my dues in Erskine and <laughs> Staten Island and Brooklyn and Midtown Manhattan. And, you know, and, and shout out to Phil Saluzio and, 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 you know for giving me the opportunity to really grow as an official, working with the some of the best officials, you know, 119 officials, but college officials, caliber, caliber talent. And then bringing that, honing my craft, and then coming out here and doing the Nassau games, you know? And, and it didn't matter that the competition was probably not as good as the Catholics. It just mattered how my approach to it, I brought that same approach. Anyway, so how does it feel, man? It feels I'm honored. I'm honored to even be in the same, you know, conversation um to be getting these playoff bids at Hofstra Farmingdale and and look look who I'm working with you know so that's pretty cool and 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 I I I hope to be around long enough to be them what they meant to me and for me to be that to the next generation of people because I definitely want to pay pay back like Mm. I want to give back I love the game I think basketball is one of the I wish (laughs) I wish I was, you know, taller and, 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 you know, born in a different body so I could have played the game to the level that I know my mind wants to do it. Mm. But here I am, you know, I, I did the, I did the coaching. Now I'm doing the refing, and I love it. I, I, I will never go back to coaching. I think refing is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of disagree with that because I will never, uh, ref volleyball and I will always coach volleyball, but you're just talking about basketball. I'm so I understand. Basketball, basketball, basketball. It's all right. It's all right. I don't have a disrespect <laughs> bump, coaches bump. like that. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the playoff aspect of yeah, what yeah, we did. Yeah. So last year, I'd say 21-22, uh, that was your breakout season. You had a whole bunch of success, and I think you uh, duplicated that success. I just wanted to talk about me for a second. Um, I definitely had a breakout year. Uh, I finally broke out in the public school uh, out here. I still didn't do any boys, but... Listen, you know my you know my perspective. I'm just happy to work, right? I'm just always happy to just at least improve. Um, and I was just talking about this with Rich Cordillo because uh, he just went to federations, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about your federation experience in a, in a mm. in a little bit. But um, he, I, I was asking him like, so so what'd you think? And he was like, it was it was everything that I knew it was going to be. Um, and I think that's why I let you guys be because I want you to be present in your thing. I want to be present in what I'm doing, right? So I went about my Saturday. I went about my Sunday. I had seven flag football games. I fell in love with flag football again. I realized how much fun it is to be outside again and how good I am at it. So I was excited that I was able to do that. But I told him, you know, looking back, I went to Federations five seasons ago. It's a long time. And I know for me, I had this conversation with Tommy Caramella going back home. Um it's the pinnacle. It's it's literally the last weekend of high school basketball. So I know for me, every year, if I'm looking at the old Fabian perspective of how we look at things, I could say every year is going to be a disappointment because I don't know if I'm ever going to go back. I don't know if I, I'm going to, you know what I mean? I'm, I don't know if I'm ever going to reach this height. And I, I reached it within like, you know, year four. Um, And, you know, it was a long time ago. So I said to him and 
I said, you can't expect this every year. In fact, right. you can't expect anything any year right? because you don't know if you're going to get hurt. You don't know if you're going to get divorced. You don't know if you got to move. Yeah, you don't right, know if right. your wife is sick. You, you don't know anything. Right. You, you have no idea. You don't. That's why I always say, just be present where you're at. Enjoy what you're doing. And everything's going to be unique. At least at the very least, everything's going to be a unique experience. But um, I felt like I had a lot of success. I was able to go to the state championship for the second time. Um, so, it, you know, I think for me, since I already experienced the Federation situation, I was kind of like backtracking. Like I wanted to get, you know, Nassau semifinals. I wanted to get a Catholic championship. So I was able to accomplish all that. It's been a dream season. I'm really happy, but I'm also happy to grow my facial hair, go on a softball field. <laughs> Did you know in softball, they, they have a new rule where you're allowed to wear jewelry, which is great. And then, yeah, this is the second year of second full season of girls varsity flag football, which I'm, you know, shout out to Matt Cohut who uh, got me into it. I'm very fortunate, and I, I was just having conversations. I'm thinking about getting back into lacrosse. I don't know. I think it's because, um, you know, recently, I think I was on the field maybe like three games ago for softball. It just, I, I was, my mind was just going crazy. I was like, I need to just like run or something. So I might do lacrosse. I'm not sure. But, you know, after the state championship, I started growing out my hair, and now I'm just on to the season. But, um, shout out to everyone that made the uh, New York State Federation tournament. Special shout out to Stu Coleman and the High Crusaders. Yeah, let's go. Who took it home, uh, Long Island Lutheran, wow. and also Christina Rady um, and, and the staff at High, the girls team, who also took the Federation Championship. Also uh, from around the area, New York City and Long Island, St. Joseph's by the Sea, who won the A Championship. My senior Farrell, who won the A Championship on the boys' side. Um, I'm trying to think who else won. Polly Prep also won. And. Man, I don't miss them poly prep drives. <laughs> but, um, that. you know, I, I want to also just give a shout out to all of my friends that work the Federation ch uh, Championship. Sinead Bernard, Shanaysha Franklin, Max Oliver, Rich Gordillo, Jimmy Nolan, uh, Greg Sassier. I'm trying to think, am I missing people? Am I missing people? Jerry. Um, Jerry Keating. Jerry, Jerry Keating was there. was there. Max. Max Oliver. I already said him. How, I mean, how could you forget Greg, Max? Craig. Yep. Um, who else was there? Oh, man. Well, I I, I want to say also a special shout-out to Fabian Jarrell, who found himself ah! on the court. So, Yo, full disclosure. I got to tell that story. Let me tell you something. So, if you look right there, right? So, this is that's a dresser that I found in the garbage can. And slowly but surely. See, I, I take my time. Every time there's a moment, matter of fact, shout-out to Phil Francois, who his uh, third child was born today. I got to put up that that Polaroid, but the memory before that is a picture of Greg Sassier, who was also at Federations, one of my boys who I just got off the phone with a couple of hours ago. And I don't know who that guy is, but there's also Fabian there. And he's where I know I remember you you texted me the picture and Greg texted me the picture maybe a couple minutes later. And then you wrote, You can't imagine what the f happened to me, right? <laughs> So I said, I'm Polaroiding that immediately because, you know, that's a memory that I'm always going to remember. Years from now, I'm going to. So I purposely didn't ask what happened. I purposely didn't find I out because I I've been waiting to get this on wax. <laughs> Let's go. So, okay, you, you, you go to Federations to clear your mind and we go with Greg. Right. So, okay, so how so, does this go? So, so talk about, you know, your advice, right? I built this network. Use it to your advantage. So Greg calls me up. You know, he, he announced that he got a federation um, assignment. Super happy for him. And uh, 
calls me one day. He's like, yo, you want to take the ride up with me? I get a hotel room, you know, I'm sure there's two beds, bum, bum, bum. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I don't got the kids this weekend. Let me get out of town. I said, all right, man, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at first I was going to, I was like, ah, I don't know. 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 I was just concerned that you were going to watch all that basketball without reffing. That's what I was well, concerned well, with personally. I, honestly, just knowing even, you. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even, yo, I didn't even think about anything. I was just saying to myself, let me hop in the car with Greg. We'll have a three hour chat, whatever, four hour chat, get there, whatever. Anyway, we get there and... Richie Gordillo's there. Max is there. All these guys that I know and I haven't how, seen them since how COVID. Loud, how loud was Max yo, laughing though? Yo, Max is the man. Well, let me let me get back to the story. <laughs> so everybody it was just a Yo, all these guys that I knew through the Catholics, I stopped doing Catholics uh, a couple of years ago when the twins were born because of the traveling. And I figured, ah, these guys won't remember me. What? On the contrary. Right, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yo, Faye, blah, 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 whatever. Everybody, Anthony, Max, whatever. I felt like, totally at home. And uh, next day was the game, so Greg um, had the had the one o'clock. We get there at eleven thirty. Anthony, Max, and uh, one of the upstate guys who was doing the game before us, uh, Albany, Albany Express, uh, playing Transit Tech. Transit. Ah, I don't remember the two teams. Whatever. Okay, two two pretty good teams. Game was all. Um, Gregory goes to the locker room. Right. Well, before that, before that, so you're in the stands. I'm and, in the stands. I'm just and there to show support. Now, when I went to Federations, it was in an arena, right? So it wasn't in an arena this time. It was in a high school, uh, right? At a high school. What was that like? Was it like a normal Nassau game? Was it weird? It was weird, to be honest with you. But the court, the court was beautiful. It was okay. like a really nice setup. Um, you know, they have the po um, banners everywhere, New York State, Federations, you know. It, it, it definitely had the special vibe. Okay, okay. It had a special okay. vibe. Looked like Kellenberg. I got you. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice. Um, so Gregory goes in, and y'all wish him luck. I'm in the stands playing on my phone when Anthony comes out. Anthony Cleese, he comes mm -hmm. out. He's like, yo, Fabe, Fabe. He's yelling my name. I thought something happened. So I run down there. What's wrong? What's wrong? He's like, Gregory's third partner's not here. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's not here. He's 35 minutes late. He's going to be here. He's at the he's at the airport, Albany Airport. I'm like, what? What happened? He's like, I don't know. Nobody knows, but we need a third ref. How, how are you late during, like, how are you not uh, there the night before? Uh, word, whatever. Anyway, it is what it is. I'm going to talk shit about another official. But so this gentleman was running late. He was, get, he was like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there, but I'm running late. So they had to make a choice. We do a two-person game. Or try to get a third person and start this game third per three people. You know, Greg Greg made himself like the R, so to speak. So, you know, I said, Greg, what do you want to do? He's like, nah, we need third person. You're the guy. Mm. Little problem. I don't got any of my stuff. So Max is like, what size pants are you? I'm like, 34, 35. He's like, I got 35. Bang, 35 pants. Max, perfect. All right, what shirt? Anthony's got, I wear large. Oh, boom, here you go. Large shirt. All right. Uh, Gregory had a clean whistle. Anthony had a lanyard. Shoes are the problem now. I had black socks on, so that was all good. And I used Max jacket. So Anthony's like, I got 11 and a half shoe. I go, I'm a nine and a half <laughs> a foot. So here I am, man, wrapping it up, double socks. I'm, <laughs> I'm running in 11 and a half sneakers. Bro, I was fine. <laughs> I was fine. I, I wasn't going to do, you know, win any marathons with him. But so here I go out. 
full beard, by the way. Disclosure. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I said it to the guy there. You know, he he was the. Uh, he's just happy you was, was covering, right? That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, he said yeah, to yeah. me, he's like, "Well, first of all, he's like, look, I I've, I don't know who you are. I don't know what board you belong to, but these guys are vouching for you." And all the guys in the room said, "No, nah, this guy's respect. He could do it. Respect." So that was cool. So you know, he took their word for it. Anyway, I get out there. I had the first two calls of the game. I was looking sharp. I was like, this is my game. I didn't mm. care. That and it was, was house game. money, right? It was just like, you just, this is I awesome. to lose. And then uh, that gentleman, you know, the guy said to me, he's like, look, either you're going to do the full, a full quarter or a full half, depending on when he shows up. So I said, all right. And I was hoping he wouldn't, I was hoping he wouldn't um, show up until the second quarter. But he was there. I saw him back, back you know, corner of my eye. I was trying to ignore it. And when, it <laughs> when the quarter was over, the gentleman got on the court. He's like, all right, he's, he's ready. I'm like, all right. All right, so you did one quarter. I did one quarter. That's all that matters, though. You're a Federation official. I don't want to hear it. You're a Federation yeah, official. <laughs> let's go. Man, let's laugh. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Sorry. I had to do that. Oh, man. I had to do that. I had to do that. Yeah, we just going to let that play. So so, what's that like, man? Just just be. Yeah, very I, I think cool, man. Um, it was cool. Listen, I didn't get assigned the game, but I was I was there. I was present. I was vouched for, and and here here was another compliment that I received. So I get off the court. You know, I got dressed, go back out to the to the stands to watch yep. the guys work, and uh, the, one of the Farrell assistant coaches, he's like, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, who's this guy over here? And I'm like, ah, he was the actual ref. I, I I subbed in. And at the end of the game, the head coach saw me. I was walking to the locker room. and he He's shook, a very nice guy. Very nice man. He shook my hand. He said, you did a fantastic job. I wish you would have stayed on the whole game. I said, I appreciate that, coach. Mm. I appreciate that. So, you know, it was nice to know that I wasn't like a deer in headlights. I stepped right in. There was nothing that was thrown at me in that game in that one quarter. I was I was good, man. I felt good. I'm like, yo, I, I I'm good enough to to ref up here. What you mean you good? You, you know? ready? I, we, how many times we got to tell know, you? I know, I know. But you know, there's a certain stigma. I, I still say to myself, you, you know, I uh, I respect all the talented refs that are out there. Let me tell you, I hung out with a bunch of refs who love basketball more than me. I learned so much. I mean, we were up to one o'clock in the morning talking hoops, talking about situations, talking about coaches, talking about plays. And let me tell you, man, I learned more in the lobby of that hotel than I did probably refing a lot of games. Mm. Just just from the, you know, Richard Gordillo, man. I could talk to him for hours about uh, Jerry Keaton. He is an, a, an amazing official. He really is. Um, just his approach to the game, his demeanor, Max, all these guys, Craig, all these guys, man. I have to tell you, I was I was very blessed to have gone up there. I thank Greg over and over. Gregory too, yo, he had that Luhai game, Luhai step in that game. He was on point, so I was very proud of him. I'm proud to see see uh, someone like Greg, man, moving up the ranks the way he is. Yeah, and I'm also proud that all of us concurrently are killing it in every facet that we do. I mean. Just the fact that you were able to go there. I've always told you, bro. I went to Federations five seasons ago. I already done told you that you are already yeah. belong. So I think you've that's already cool. justified it for yourself that you already know what time it is. But, you know, um, that's just a testament to somebody that's always ready. You know what I mean? 
somebody that's always ready to answer the call. I just thought when I saw the text message, I'm like, I like how you had your stuff. <laughs> no, I have it. And that was a running joke. When I first got there, uh, everyone was surprised to see me. The yeah. Greg didn't tell anybody. So I show up, they're like, yo, you bought your stuff just in case. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got it in the car. Like joking. Yeah. Ironically, 24 hours later or whatever it was, 15 hours later, yo, I, I wish I had my stuff. But now nah, it was good. It all mm. worked out. So on Sunday, were you like uh, quietly hoping that somebody yeah, was going to be late? Yeah, I was like, yo, I showed <laughs> up. But it was cool, man. I, I ended up going into the pregame with the guys. Uh, Jerry, you know, Jerry was like the R. So Jerry invited me in. He's like, yo, I want to hear your input. I had some input. Then at halftime, I gave them some input on stuff that I was seeing, watching. And then at the end of the game, same thing. So, you know, just I was like this honorary, honorary part member of the crew, you know. So it was cool, man. Was that Jerry's first time going up there? You know what? I believe it was. Mm. I believe it was. Yeah. Was that Max's first time? I know that was Rich's first time. That was Rich's Jimmy's. first time. I don't know about Max. Yeah, see, that just goes to make me realize, like, you know, I was talking to Greg earlier on the phone, and he was like, when you went, were you ready? I was like, no way. I wasn't ready at all. Like, if it was now, I'd be completely ready. Right. But, like, bro, it, and and it's, it's weird filling out everything because, like, you had a different path. M me, I went there, and then, like, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you, are you like, are yeah, you yeah. sure I was really supposed yeah, to be yeah, there? Like, right, I feel right. like they made a mistake. You got a the whole different time. Ralph. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But then, but then you eventually become that. You know what I'm saying? You become that because yeah. that's who you are. That's that's how people identify you. So, yo, congratulations on on. Thank I think you. that's a, that's a cherry on top. Cherry on top, man. Un right? And unexpected. Yeah. You know? My season was done. You know, I did the regional, state regionals out here in Hofstra. Hofstra. Where was I? Hofstra. Yeah, I was supposed to be on that game, but I had another game. And, you know, that was it. I was happy. Yeah. You know, waiting to waiting for the season to be officially over, go to the banquet. We did the banquet, blah, blah, blah. And I had one more quarter in me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so now that it's over, um, was it like a death to you? Are you happy that it's over? Or? No, not at all, man. I, I I feel lost, to be honest with you. Um. um yeah, you know, my, my life is still what it is. I'm uh, accepting it a little bit better nowadays. But um, I miss it, man. I miss I miss showing up to a gym and getting dressed, talking to the, talking to my partner, getting ready, boom, beep, beep, you know. Yeah. Hit the whistle, get out there, toss it, and go. I miss it. You know, I'm doing I'm doing some stuff. I'm working on, you know, I'm working on doing some um, some non-league stuff, some um, we call it league games, but. Not the same. Are we open to doing other sports now or what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't love another sport as I think much you as gotta, I love basketball. I think you got to watch me do another sport. Listen, uh, I'm not saying it, no, but Listen, I all don't I'm saying love is love another sport the way I love I'm just saying. I, I get that. You know? And I agree. I, I love, let's, let's put it this way. I love playing basketball. Love playing basketball. In fact, during Ramadan, I've been trying to like hit people up so I can play again. Because I've been having the itch. But- um, I love volleyball. Too. I love coaching volleyball so much to the point where I would never ref it. But I love refing. I just I just enjoy different aspects of it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you never know. I, all I'm all I'm saying is just be open to being open. That's all. I'm open to it. Yeah. I, I don't like the elements, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. But you what about when, when I come here and I'm, I'm cold? <laughs> yeah, I'll say out of I don't out like of, the elements. Out of all of my guests, man, you, you're the only one that he got a triple fat goose, want a blanket, and want the heater and Word the kerosene up. heater, and he's still cold. I'm I don't still get cold. it. Yeah. But he's he's doing all right today. Um, I, am. I am. So my final final thing that I wanted to speak about is the the upcoming um, 
Division Three slash JUCO uh, tryout that's happening yeah, at Island Garden. Yeah, Are you ready for that? I'm ready, man. I mean, listen, I'm not going to be more ready. Uh, I had a great season. Uh, I got a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. um, just going to go out there. Listen, I have no expectations. I don't. Um, I, I'm i going out there to do what I need to do. I, I can't look at it like I'm doing a camp game. I'm doing a, I'm doing a high-level high school varsity game. I'm trying to get into the college, break through the college ranks, and it would be nice to just put that that notch on my belt. To be able to say I wore a college shirt and I ref that one game yeah. and I'm good. Mm. I'm serious. Like I'm not. I'm not. I don't have visions of grandeur. I'm not a Division One official. I'm not trying to become a Division One official. Um, you know that that I needed to start in my twenties to be in that position, and I'm I'm being real. Um, so yeah, this Sunday I'm gonna be around some of those guys that were up there. I'm comfortable. I know the game. I'm comfortable with the game. I know the venue. I'm gonna do my best, and I'm gonna act like I'm the R. That's it. That's all I could do. So hopefully in a year from now, if we're doing one of these again, we're talking about, oh, how was your college season? You know, my one or two games that I might end up getting. Mm. I'm going to, I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, so I, I just also had another story and you already know this one. Um, so I had, what was it, LaGuardia Community College versus Hostos. And um, normally after the women's games, there's a men's game. And I'll never forget, I saw Carlos Martinez and Rich Gordillo um, waiting in the locker room and just like similar experiences you, they're like, yeah, our third partner's at the airport. We're, we're waiting. And they were like, um, when do you guys want to stick around? And I was like, uh, I'd rather go home, but I'll stick around. And I'm not going to lie, that experience doing that men's college game, it got me intrigued. Yeah. It made me want to do it. First person I hit up was Greg. I was like, yo, I liked it. And ever since then, he's been like, yo, do it. Do it, do it. But then I did a girls game the next Monday and I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> this is more my speed. Uh, but yeah, we'll leave we'll leave more uh meat on the bones for the next time we speak. And obviously we always speak and you know, we could honestly do this every week. But any final words you want to say before we part ways? I just want to say thank you first and foremost for your friendship. Uh the love that you give Same. me, man. I appreciate you with all my heart. Same. Um looking forward to the to when it gets warm here. So you know, when we do fall asleep, at least it won't be uh, cold. Yo, listen, uh, this just speaking now to any any officials listening to this, whether you're an official, you're a coach, uh, a player, I don't know, whoever's listening to this, just this, this is my last thing. Look, you don't know what somebody's going through. Mm. You don't know what somebody's going through. So be kind to people, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, you start berating an official, you don't know what he's going through. I was going, I'm going through a really tough time right now. Um, I'm keeping my composure. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I just want to. I just want to just reiterate that, and just in life in general, you know, that guy who cuts you off on the highway, or somebody cuts you in line at the supermarket, or somebody gives you a look. You don't know what these people. They're probably not even thinking about you. Mm. They're just so far gone up in their world. Something's going wrong. Their child is sick. Their wife left them. Um, they're losing their job. You know, I, I, I uh, well, I'll leave you with this. So, uh, you know, I've been, I have my days where I'm like feeling down and whatnot. So I, I hit up one of my buddies, um, an old friend of mine, hits me up on Instagram with a message, and he, uh, he saw the post of me refing at Federation. He said, "Yo, congrats, my dude. You're always been, you know, like an inspiration to me." So I said to him, I said, you know, I just want you to know, man, I'm going through a really tough time, but thank you. I appreciate your words. I just want you to know I'm going through a really tough time. So, you know, things aren't always what they seem. And he says to me, so am I. 
It's like, you know, he never he never really recovered fully from his injuries. He had gotten some in, injured right around COVID where he lost ability to walk. He's walking now, but he can't do the work he was doing, so he got let go of that job. He's he's in a bad place, man. He said that to me, he goes, I'm in a bad place. Mm. You know, and here I am, you know, upset with having to rent a little apartment, pay with child support. I'm, you know, I'm upset about all these things. Meanwhile, I can do it. He's thinking about when his next meal is coming, you know, and they put it in perspective. And he said that to me, he said, yo, put it in perspective. Yeah, you're going through a tough time, but it could be tougher. So I leave that with people. Yo, just, you don't know what people are going through. Be kind to people. Love what you do. If you don't love it, don't do it. Um, and surround yourself with a support team. Listen, if you're in the happiest of marriages, one thing I'll say to you, all my married folks out there, just make sure you don't, you don't, um, you don't lose focus of your network of what you're building aside from the marriage. The marriage is important. Your wife is important. I got you, but you got, make sure you build that network because if something goes down, you have some somewhere to fall on. And that I think that's why I felt so alone. I, I I was married for so long and it was all about the marriage, the marriage, the marriage that, you know, I was a good f- friend, but I wasn't like a great friend, mm. you know? And, yo, when all this went down, I see all the great people around me. So I'm very thankful to you, specifically to you, um, you know, coming over in the apartment, just making sure I was good, checking up, checking on on me and, I, 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 as much as I may feel alone at times, I'm not alone. So nobody's alone. You ever having any mental issues, man? Just get help. Talk about it. Vent. Get it out of your system. So funny. The last time I did this, if we go back and you look at the one that we did the day before my kids were born, I was in a different mindset, man. I, I was like king of the world, right? You know. And now here we are, almost three years later, almost three years later, and. Um, a lot has happened in my life, good and bad, good and bad. Yeah, and, um, you know, I'll always tell you, it ain't never going to change. You know, I told you before, um, there's going to come a point in time, not to be morbid, you know, I never say this out of disrespect, but, you know, the the order of operation when it comes to living is your parents die before you. So if you already know that, and not that you expect that, but you wouldn't want to expect to you to out um, for them to outlive you. So if you already know that fact and you know you're going to be sad again, you just always know that sadness and happiness are always part of life. And it's never going to change. They have to coexist. They have to coexist. They have to. And 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 that's very true. Um, that's very true. And I look at it like even like in roughing. Just think about in roughing. So, you know, you, you mentioned it before. Just because you got a federation assignment this year doesn't mean you're going to get one every year. I didn't go this year. Right. That's what I'm saying, right? And, and don't, was be, I, don't be sad about was it. Was there one moment where I where was there a tinge of like, man? I might, yeah. No, I'm saying, was there a tinge in me that I ever of said? Of course. No, I'm saying, but was was I like complaining about it? Was I like, ah, come went? I None of that. I just did flag football and kept it moving. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I want to be present where I'm at. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do it the best you can because you can't be everywhere at the same time. And it it hurts where you are if you're worried about someplace that you aren't. And I wasn't there. So You're right. You're right. I just that's, wasn't there. That's so I'm, that's not what I'm focusing on. That's a good point. All right. We'll leave it at that, man. Fabian Yo, Jara. God bless. Thank Ralph you. Ralph the Ref. This is The Rant. We are signing out. Peace. Peace.